Welcome to the Free at the Back podcast. Before we get into it, I just want to say, if you're not subscribed, make sure you do so and leave us a review as well. It helps us out massively. I've got Pete with us today. Say hello, Pete. Up next. Say hello, Howie. Hello. Do you have a joke? Yeah. Go on. Okay. Off the cuff list. There we go. Um, comfortable. So there's two... Uh, so we're in a bar in Liverpool, right? And then this uh, guy starts with this girl and he goes, right, just come with me. She goes, yeah, all right, let's go away. So um, as well, they're walking back uh, to his place, they um, walk past the dress shop and then she goes, oh, that dress is killer. That looked banging on me. I would love that dress. So the scouser goes, the scouser bike goes, what, you want that dress? And she goes, yeah, I'd love that dress. And he goes, I'll get you that dress. So he um, goes to his pocket he gets a brick out and he throws this brick at the window and he grabs the dress. Right, so carry on walking down the high street anyway. She's got this dress, she's buzzing. And they walk past the jewellers. And then she looks into the jeweller's window and she sees a ring and she goes, oh, that ring is gorgeous. I would love that ring. That ring would look great on, my, great on me. And he goes, you want that ring? And she goes, yeah, but... And he goes, don't worry, enough. I'll get you that ring. So he goes back into his other pocket and he gets a brick. And he throws the brick through the window and he gets the ring and he goes, there you are, love, here's the ring. Anyway... They carry on walking down the high street and then they get to uh, Vodafone. And then she looks and she goes, oh, it's the new iPhone, it's the new iPhone. Oh, I love the new iPhone. She turns, she looks at him and she goes, I love that iPhone. He goes, you want that iPhone? And she goes, yeah. And he goes, for fuck's sake, love, what do you think I am? Made of bricks. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. It's lucky we're not a joke podcast. No. <laughs> to be fair, I thought two things. Oh. Why the hell are they on the night out and then going past shops and I thought, how are they open? Why is there an iPhone? Yeah, the so many questions. Yeah. Right, the <laughs> Little plug for Apple yeah, Oh, God. We'll get straight into the weekend roundup then. West Ham, Tottenham. Jose Mourinho. Some shudders. We haven't actually discussed Jose Mourinho. I don't want to discuss Getting the job. Him. He's an arsehole. Mad thing. Do you think he'll do well? Get him a trophy, won't he? He'll win the McCarlin Cup. He won't be there long enough to win the McCarlin Cup. <laughs> it's called the Carabao Cup, so you're probably right. They're already out of it this year, aren't they? Um, well, he might win an FA Cup. I was like, listen, well, we listened to a thing, like Pete and I, and they were saying about how um, the new lawyer that represents Mourinho and Daniel Levy would have agreed a deal that's like so complex that both parties would know exactly what they're getting and for what and what the achievements are and what that means. It might be the first ever happy Mourinho. Nah. I've seen his new assistant manager, whose name I can't remember. He's Sacramento. Yeah, yeah Sacramento. Yeah. He's supposed 30. to be some like wonder coach. He studied coaching at Southern Welsh Uni, and he did his dissertation on the tactics of Mourinho and sent it to him eight years ago. And then they got into conversation. And he said, um, "He sent a dissertation. He sent his dissertation which was on Mourinho's uh, tactics and." Uh, Oh, I can't think what the study, his thesis was on. It was like um, uh, how Mourinho's teams um, develop positionally throughout games. And he said to Mourinho, in 10 years' time, so him and Mourinho, Mourinho wrote him back and said how impressed he was. And they had like correspondence. And he said to Mourinho, in 10 years' time, I will be working at a Champions League team. Turns out he is. Not for long, though. Spurs <laughs> with, uh, with old Jose. 30 years old, younger than most of the back line of players, Spurs. If they beat... Older than me, though. <laughs> so what's the current situation of the Champions League? If they... No, they're, they're pretty much through. 
they're not going to go out now. So even if they lost tonight? They'll have to lose both games on the bounce. Okay. Okay. And hope that Olympiacos beat Bayern. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, okay, well, the West Ham game then. I thought Deli Alley was very good. We did speak about this individually. I don't think he was very good. He did a very I nice thought he was pretty good. He had a very, very nice, nice flick. flick, yeah. That was about it. <laughs> I, thought was it was, I thought he was decent. And his movement, to be fair, he it did was look everywhere. more threatening, but I wouldn't say he was particularly good either. I better. thought he was decent. I thought he was much better. Yeah. Him and Son. It most definitely was wasn't a 3-2 game. It was a very strange game. Yeah. Very Mourinho. I was kind of expecting them to win to nil, though. Or so, 1-0. No, no, I expected like a 2 Maybe even a three, just in a very efficient game, but their defence is that bad that they still managed to concede against a team that didn't threaten throughout the whole game. Rather than um, talk about the game, we talk about the presser, where um, they come out oh. and they said to Baridio, <laughs> come on, what the question was, um, so it's your first game, would you make the result? And then he goes, let's not make this all about me. <laughs> <laughs> no one's actually asked about you, let's not make it all about me. Let's talk about the team, they deserve the credit. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm probably the best manager in the league, but let's not talk about me. He did the classic Mourinho thing as well, being charming. <laughs> His first, the first six months, Mourinho, the, the charming one. Haircut Mourinho. Yeah, then six months later, he looks like a homeless man, <laughs> and he's taking, he's doing terrible things everywhere. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> Which player do you think he's going to fall out with first? Um, oh, interesting one. Hmm. It'll be a big one. <laughs> Most hmm. definitely. Oh, I think it might be. Um, who have they just got in from Leon? Ndombele. It might be Ndombele. Could he be the new Paul Pogba? I think that's Lamella, maybe? Yeah, but everyone does. No one likes Lamella. I mean, definitely Sergio is on the list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think they'll get on. Yeah, they'll get on for six months and then yeah. they'll, he'll realise how terrible the defender he is. Yeah, I was shocked he started. Well, it's because they have no one else. Wasn't. Where was Lucas Moura before he went to PSG? I think he was in Brazil. Yeah, right? I think he came straight from Brazil. Did he? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, think, he now. I think he did. Because he was heavily linked, right? And then I think PSG just did a sweep on him. I've got Monaco in my head. No. He wasn't at Madrid, was he? No. No, he wasn't at Madrid either. No, I think he went straight to PSG. I've got in my head that he was once a part of a Mourinho team already. And he got shunned by that. Sao Paulo he was at before. Direct to PSG? Yes. Oh. There we go. <laughs> Generally, I thought it was like part of like a Madrid team or another team that Mourinho was involved in, maybe someone in PSG. Portugal. He was linked to every single team in Europe, though. I've never known a player linked as yeah, much yeah, as he was. Lucas Moura. Like, very much the Neymar of his time. But he was casted out to the right-hand side, so maybe he could be a... I know he played on the right originally, but he said he was loving playing up front, wasn't he? They'll start well, yeah. but yeah, I don't see it. He can't. That squad's alright, but it's an aging squad, so if they want to do anything with it, they're going to have to either invest, which I don't think Levy will do, mm. or. There's a falling out happening somewhere. <laughs> well, I was finally that what you were saying earlier about that, that podcast, and they were saying that um, the tension started to mount after the Champions League win. Oh, Champions League loss, sorry. Yeah, yeah, And the club are very annoyed with Pochettino because he just. Flew off directly from there to Barcelona. Didn't fly back with a team. Yeah, oh, really? it was very separate. Um, Understandable yeah. though, when you've reached like, the height of your career and fucked it. And they was also speculating 
about players that knew it had happened, that knew Mourinho was coming in. And apparently, Mr. Ornstein said, uh, horny, horny, love him, um, said that, yeah, that pretty much nobody knew other than potentially there was whisperings that Kane had been consulted. About the new manager? Yeah. Which is bad enough as it is. <laughs> well, no, I think, definitely, I think players should be consulted, but, but you know, I suppose... Yeah, in any other line of work, right? You consult yeah. your yeah. staffing. I think it's... Uh, I think it's good to get people's opinions, especially maybe the captain, someone that's influential in the dressing room. Yeah. If you don't want to bring someone in, it's just going to make it even worse. The biggest thing they need to do is sort out their contract arrangements. One, give people to renewal and two, sort out their salary structure. But if there's a... I mean, I love the incentivised model, but you have to give people a basic wage and we're just going to get people in, right? The problem is, though, if if your current manager has a trusted captain slash vice captain, depending on what Larissa's position is, he won't be there long. He won't last oh, yeah. Mourinho. Yeah, definitely not. But <laughs> he won't be the same either. I oh, wonder, yeah. I think's... No, I'm surprised he's still there now. But I, you wouldn't trust, surely... He's the worst goalkeeper in the top six. And it baffles me that he doesn't get enough, like how he gets the praise that he does mm. get. But yeah, so if, say for example, Kane is your captain and he is consulted, how bad is that on his relationship with Poch? <laughs> no, because I think it, Poch was, is captain. it was very well recorded, apparently, that... Kane was very pro Poch and still pro Poch. I mean, it's obvious, oh, yeah. I just think he had to. I suppose he had to go. They had to go to someone in the dressing room. But the hot take is right. Is obviously Mourinho isn't isn't afraid of spending the cash, is he? And what's the quickest way to get money? Sell your best player for an extortionate fee. Mm-hmm. And most, I think it would be absolute suicide, and I just don't see it ever happening. If you were to sell Kane to a city to replace Nigel Aguero, like think of the money you could command: one hundred and fifty mil. Mm. I don't think he'll go in the Prem. Well, if he does, it'll be like United. And I don't, but I don't think he'll go there. I think no. I don't know where he'll go. But I think the uh, Mourinho coming in keeps Kane. Mm, I wouldn't go far as far to say it keeps him, but I whereas someone like maybe Son, I could, could see him someone... turning up wherever Poch goes next. Especially if Poch goes, maybe Bayern. Well, let's talk about that. Where do you think Poch is going to go? I, I honestly don't know. I know I wouldn't go, but <laughs> that's not where necessarily I think he will. I, I honestly don't know. I think a lot of moves are actually going yeah, this summer. Yeah, it's the the big merry around. Yeah, I things. think it's starting. I think things are moving, and everyone knows what it's going to be a really Ooh. busy summer. Yeah, and also there's the Euros, so there'll be managers moving there as well, and players will want to move. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I can't see anyone going. I, I think the clubs that that have people that. Essentially, have vacancies are going to have a temporary fix. The thing is, what begs the question well. is who's first to go out of Emery, uh, Fraudiola, um, Pellegrini, and who's the other one that I'm forgetting? Who else has got an appalling record at the minute? Oh, thingy, uh, Kike Sanchez Flores. Because yeah. one of them is going in the next two weeks. And it's just who is it? My yeah. money's probably on, I think. I think Emery and um, uh, Fraudiola will go. Marco, by the way, Fraudiolo is Marco Silva. <laughs> I'm surprised. He, yeah, he, I mean, we'll come on to them a little bit later on. But Would you think Poch takes an English job? No. No, I don't think he does. I don't think he was ever very happy in England. Unless the only English job I see him taking is United. And that won't be until next summer. Mm, I agree. And you're going to owe me money because Solskjaer is still going to be in the job at Christmas. Baffling. Baffling. <laughs> However, I, w- I still wouldn't rule that out. Yeah. But Never going know. back to the actual game, um, 
Michael Oliver didn't have the best game for me. <laughs> Here we go, ref watch. Well, he didn't, did he? <laughs> a little bit all over the place, some of his decisions. I didn't really understand. And a couple spring to mind. One was the Kane wrestling <laughs> Diop to the ground and Diop getting booked for it. Uh, another was the um, incident between... Was it Kane and Snodgrass, Kane. yeah, with Kane's little leg drop. <laughs> it's like Matt Hardy. Yeah, weird one, but I don't know what short. I don't even know what Snoddy's doing there. I've, I've, well, I think it's quite clear that Kane left one on him because they didn't put the ball out. Mm. But of course, someone's going to react to that. Yeah, we shouldn't. Well, no, I, but at the same time, what he did in comparison to what Kane did didn't really add up. It was mm. weird. He like held Snodgrass's he hand into his chest and then done a sli- like a he, leg drop. He hundred percent died. His legs went from him. He, yeah. Oh no yeah. Reason for yeah. His legs to go from I, him. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I had a conversation with a Tottenham fan this week, and he said that he was um, expecting impact. From what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I don't That's know. still unnatural. <laughs> Very unnatural. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. West Ham though, terrible. They're really bad. I mean, it's the one game you. That and the Chelsea game, you expect them to turn up for, especially at home, and they were absolutely diabolical. Yeah, they were crap. Yeah. Um, Until Antonio come on, Solskjaer spark the scoring. Um, then that was Mora, wasn't it? I think yeah, it did actually get given to Mora mm-hmm. after that lovely little bit of skill from Ali. Oh, this is the only time I'll ever give him any praise. So it's from the touchline when he goes to the yeah, floor, yeah, stuff. Uh, obviously, came with a third. I don't know whether we should speak about Roberto at this point because he's terrible. <laughs> what an awful goalkeeper he is. Have we seen a worse goalkeeper in the Prem? It doesn't make sense. Is, is he technically second? Is he second choice? Mm-hmm. They will be counting the days. Well, how bad is their third choice? Dave Martin. Dave Martin. Uh, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I'll take it all back. Um, yeah, obviously Antonio pulled one back and there was a little bit of late drama of a goal disallowed, but it was correct. I tell you, it's good for them. He'll change them. He's such a different option to like the likes of Yarmolenko. He will be injured again. It's mad, isn't it? He's one of those guys right where his body's too big to play football. I know you hear that and it sounds silly. I noticed that. He looks more and more like a boxer. Bigger. Like upper body. Just ridiculous. Um, But yeah, I've gone up, obviously, in injury time. Brought another one back. But yeah, it was a very weird game. It was never free. It was never a free two game. It was, if anything, it was like a one nil or a. Maybe a 2 0. It wasn't. West Ham offered nothing. Yeah, no, they're definitely supposed to have to win it. Tottenham were efficient, very Mourinho. Tottenham were lucky they got three goals. Because <laughs> they literally. They last. Well, when Antonio come on, really, from that point onwards, West Ham. They didn't improve so much, but it was more Tottenham got worse. Yeah. And like you say, defensively, they showed their weaknesses. I wonder how long it would take him to realise that Dyer actually isn't very good. Oh, we're game. <laughs> yeah. He will revert back and be centre half. Well, at this, I'm gonna say at this point of the night, he's just been taken off after 29 minutes. So he's not. He hasn't got capability to play in the middle. He just hasn't. No. He's he's a very strange player. Should, should we move on to the end? We'll move on to your boys. Now you two will be able to enlighten me a little bit further. <laughs> um, I only watched the highlights for this because, as you know, we were in the pub at the time. No, he was not. Yes, we was drinking responsibly. Um. Start off though from the Ings goal. Ball was moving. Yeah, it was. Ball was moving on the but free I, kick. VAR can't change that. VAR can't go back to reflect or yeah, change I that call. I mean, it doesn't 
to be honest, right, it was moving. The referee should have seen it, but Arsenal should have been in a much better line. Yeah. David Louise was absolutely terrible for it. Absolutely. Like, it was awful. It was not even just for the... Because the ball goes past him, but his sheer desire to get back into the box after was non-existent. Um, but I do. I, I think it's worth pointing out, though, that, I mean, on another note, that this is probably, I mean, certainly from an Arsenal fan's perspective, that's probably the best 11 I've seen us, like, as in oh, line-up. Wow. Yeah. Other than, like, Pepe, I was. I looked at that 11 and thought... The three, yeah. the three at the back does not complement a, te- a team that's just spent £72 million on a winger. No. <laughs> But it, I think if he was going to play that yeah. formation, I think it was a good team. It's frustrating, right? Because I generally have a belief that our set of halves probably actually are better in a three. Perhaps, maybe not Socrates, mm. but the rest are. But I feel we're better going forward when we've got a three. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Or not so much a three, but I, I don't like. Oh, I can't explain it. it I love Ozil behind the two, but I don't think the rest of the squad are good enough to play Ozil behind the two. See, my problem You've got is, a quality team. I for don't that. know if I like us playing a two. Like a proper two. I don't think it, it suits us. Yeah. I think it does, but I just think that your full backs have got to be at an elite level, as of your centre midfield. And Gwenduzi, who again impressed, was brilliant, but him in a midfield with Torreira. I don't think Torreira is very good. doesn't work Torreira for me. very bad. Yeah. But my concern more is that with, with the two up top is that we don't play a 4-4-2. We always play very narrow and I think we always lack uh, like an overlap which yeah. so do you think problems. Ironically, Tierney looked better going forward this game than he did defensively. Yeah. Um, well, it's because he had to do the, like the whole pitch pretty yeah. much. And you can see who's your best player of the day. Torreira has think. to be a four, right? He has to sit in front of a back four. He, he can't play the in a semi-pairing. Him, and I, I don't see us getting called out. His passing isn't good enough. No. It's really good going forward, but it's mm-hmm. the simple taking the ball off a back four and distributing it left or right. And he doesn't get into positions where he needs to be. But He wonders. Who and Doozy does that? He does receive the ball off the back four very well. Or back five or whatever, and and do you know what? It's I don't. You probably shouldn't say it, but they. I think Xhaka does that. We look if, worse for not having Xhaka. If he team. was a little bit more mobile or flexible, he'd be he'd be a very good player. Yeah. It's just the fact that he's Can't brain be. dead in situations and he switches. Yeah. It. I could take Xhaka's lack lack of like lapses of judgment and um, poor decision making if he was slightly more mobile. Because he'd be one out of a player that just has ricks in him, well, as yeah. a lot do. But his lack of ability to get around the pitch that's, yeah, that's really, the thing is, is, really... is his biggest detrimental quality. But we look worse without him, I think. I'd have him back in the team. I think there was moments, though, in this game before Arsenal. Um, certainly in the first half, Southampton had a lot of speculative efforts. Very niggly fouls. Yeah, there was a lot of, of niggly, little Danny Ings fouls. <laughs> and... Uh, Got, obviously, Arsenal got a goal back, Laka. Yeah, I wanted to talk about Laka. One of the one players that... Just, he just always works his arse off. Yeah. Look, him, Gwenduzi. Well, before Laka's, that... That's it. Before <laughs> that, the balling from Tierney to Orba. I know Orba obviously doesn't score. Well, yeah, Tierney, that ball is incredible. Tierney. Yeah, Tierney's ball was right. But do you know what's really nice about him, Tierney is that the difference between him and Kolasinac is... End you product. Play, you know, it's not even just the end product. It's the fact you need to play the ball in front of Kolasinac for him to do anything. Whereas... We Tierney can take the ball well. at 
his feet and he can drive and he runs at players and it was just yeah it was breath of fresh air but I mean yeah his game didn't finish that way did it? Well, it was a nice calm finish from Lacazette um, and that's pretty much that was it for first half, half yeah. yeah second half though um, we came into the game slightly you yes. had two opportunities one from Orba which was the one yeah, on one the good sub, save sub at half time changed the game I thought I thought that was it was Pepe. a good sub it was a good sub um, I don't agree with the centre back he took off. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't take him to cry so. Yeah. But, well, uh, saying that, <laughs> I don't know either of the two. But yeah, I wouldn't have taken Chambers off. No, ironically, out of all of them. Um, so yeah, we, we we started really well. We were playing mm-hmm. some nice stuff, but we only play, I mean, I think Emery said it's the best stuff we played this season, which is, is horribly haunting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we should have, we should have scored. Yeah, the all all the one on one. And then another unreal cross for the Pepe yeah. acrobats mm-hmm. that hit the bar. Unlucky, um, very unlucky. And that's yeah. that I feel like it's that's the thing with him at the moment. It's not that he's. I'd be worried if he was cruising through games and being invisible, but he's actually doing stuff. It's just not coming off. I feel like he needs to feel the game as well. I feel like he needs to like. I think if he has a good first five ten minutes in his past performance to show this, he'll be in the game the whole time. But if he struggles to make that impact early on, um, you can lose him. Ironically, I think he's brilliant in two types of game, and they are polar opposites. But at the moment, we're playing completely in the middle. I think he's either great in a game where we are kind of penned in, and he is the last man breaking the line. Yeah, or in a game where we have lots of the ball, and we're penning them in, and he has more touches. Whereas at the moment, we kind of do neither. So I've got concerns about Pepe still. I know he hasn't. Hasn't um, come in flying, but I still think he's forget it's his first season. He's under a lot of pressure with a figure. It's oh. a new country, new style of football, much faster. It'll come. It'll come. It will. It, uh, yeah. But um, going back to Tierney, I thought he was very, very good the whole game. I, I just don't know what he was doing for that penalty. He's behind the ball. I know you both think it is, but I, I think I don't. It is a penalty. It is, but I think it's so soft because I don't actually think he gets that much of Ovings. He's got he's he's managed to clutch his arm back to his own stomach. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I don't know what he's doing, but at the same time, I can, as a someone who played left back at very low level, <laughs> um, if it's someone's running across me, I am trying to get my body in the way of him. But I just think he just yeah. I think what was I was I was really surprised with, with some of the fouls we saw this weekend that were and weren't given as penalties. It was nowhere near that, and VAR wasn't used. Like to start with, like for me, that's the kind of thing where oh, let's see, it I don't... might be one of those ones that because re- I don't think the ref- the referee's given that before. I don't know. I thought the referee all game was very whistle happy and very card happy. Yeah, I agree. Eight eight bookings he gave that. It wasn't an eight booking. It wasn't a dirty game. And you know what made it even worse? If anything, the majority of the niggly fouls were going were on South Am- from Southampton to us, and I think it worked out that we got six or seven of the cards. Yeah, mm. which is weird. yeah, very weird, very very strange. I I don't personally think VAR even need to check that penalty. I mean, they're checking everything in theory, but I don't think they need to check that penalty. I don't See, think I do. it requires a VAR I, check. I tell you why it does because how because that in in real time. You can't see if there's any contact on the player. 
especially they, they, from where the referee They are checking that, but it's a case of, okay, yeah, yeah, is this one where the referee's potentially to, got it wrong? What I'm trying to so, say is, so obvious, is there's, there was penalties not given and then given this weekend from VAR, mm. from a review, where that were a lot clearer than this one and the referee was just blowing. Clear and obvious is a joke in itself. It's a concept that's got to go. It's got to be, if it is a type of foul, you check it. Because what is clear and obvious, you have no idea. One time it's clear and obvious to one person, isn't to another. Is it to the ref or is it to the lino? Because you've got to look at them as a team. And how do you actually know what they're looking or focusing on at that time? Clear and obvious is just silly. It is such a silly rule. It's got to be, right, if it's in the box and it's a foul, we always look at it, regardless. And then we give a verdict to the ref's ear. I agree on the clear and obvious point. But if it is to stick in the game... That is clear and obvious to me. I think he's got two hands on around his I wrist. I don't think VAR, it's not so much that VAR shouldn't look at it. It's more a case of surely VAR is looking at it, but it's yeah, then yeah, telling the ref whether oh, hold on a minute, we you might I'm have got just this wrong. Very surprised that the ref could give that without VAR because the angle because certainly from watching it, you couldn't see it until you got the angle that he's actually touched the player because it wasn't. I don't think it. It's the, the, the ref. Here, the referee's that way, far, far, quite far away from it as well at this point, and the contact is here. So there's a body between them. For a so, visual medium, Pete is doing an excellent uh, physical demo. <laughs> just, just I don't know. I just think he was. I think any. So do, so do you not think that's a penalty? I, I, I think can see. It still, I think penalty. it's one of those ones where I think if it's against you, you're hard done by. But if it's for you, then you think it's a penalty. Do you know what I love as See, an I'm, acid, I'm as surprised by that for stuff like this is what it is, is it if it, it happens in the centre circle and for me it's a foul happens in the semi-circle it's a foul in the centre yeah, circle it's a foul but I'm, I'm not saying it's not a penalty I'm just saying that I think it was soft I think there were penalties mm. not given this weekend that were much more penalties than yeah that. but I don't think you can say well that wasn't given this wasn't given so that makes this not a penalty no, I'm not, it's I'm not saying the it's ones not that penalty, weren't I'm given, just saying that weren't given wrongly. I'm, I'm very surprised that the ref could call that without seeing VAR. VAR probably did check it. And they no, prob- no, no, they did. They checked it after. But yeah, I don't think I don't think you understand what I'm saying. So it's not the case of that VAR didn't check it. I was just surprised that it wasn't waved on and then VAR's gone back and had it. Because I don't think the referee has the view there and I think he's given it on a hunch. Hmm. But I suppose that's what VAR's for. If he's got the hunch wrong, it's not awarded. But they don't get, yeah, but the majority of the time they don't give it and then they come back. Mm. Well, we'll move on. But the penalty was missed originally and then tapped in after. Very fortunately, fair. It was a good save, to be fair, before that. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think if you save a pen, I, I get like I, the argument is it's a poor parry, but I think if you save a pen, you save a pen, right? Yeah, yeah. And mm. it's Leno's first ever penalty save as well, which I think is something to be celebrated. Uh, yeah, but I do think that. <laughs> If you save a pen, you parry wide. Yeah, you push it away. Yeah. I think as much as it was a good save, I guess, it was still a penalty. That first, well, it's one of the first times he's gone the right way, so yeah. improvement. Um, Following on for that, though, Southampton had some opportunities. Lots of them. Matt and they should have snatched it. Gineppo should have killed the game. Bullock had one off the line. Um there was one I think it was was it Gineppo again where it was Gineppo cut back the post, yeah. Yeah, from Buffal um, who come on and looks alright actually he wasn't too bad well, anyone can look alright at, at this point by the way we had 
a back three conf- uh, yeah, we'd... that was made up of Socrates, Louise, and Tierney. That was it. There was no wing backs. It was just we were playing a three, three, four. <laughs> Very interesting. Didn't yeah. work. And he brought and he brought on um, players too late to to make yeah. a change. Like seventy eight minutes, I think the the subs come on. The uh, the reaction to the Lacazette equaliser though, I don't know if it was like embarrassment or yeah sheer sheer realize, realization that he might have kept Emery's job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think it was Martin Ellie celebrated it. Yeah, like well, yeah, doesn't yeah. understand yet, does yeah. he? <laughs> so that's the thing. I mean, it was. I, I don't even think it was that celebrated in the ground, which is even which is mental. Yeah, it's up. Yeah, and I think it's just following on to that, I got today. I haven't mentioned it before. Did you see, see his actual reaction? You got a job offer. No, I got I got an email from Arsenal today, and as a member, you get these emails every so often. It was a a survey for the general match going experience and mm. as a member yeah. some of the questions in it were quite poignant 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 yeah that's yeah. It. Yeah. poignant so one of them was overall how positive or negative do you feel towards Arsenal at the moment was it out of very positive somewhat positive Ooh. neither positive nor negative somewhat negative very negative somewhat negative I went very negative <laughs> <laughs> to what Extent, do you agree or disagree with Arsenal? Is is well run? Uh, what is it? Strongly, disagree, strongly agree. Tend disagree. to agree. Neither agree this or is disagree. N- tend to disagree or strongly disagree. This is not match day experience. I know. <laughs> and then there was a, a further part, which was: to what extent do you agree or disagree that Arsenal performs well in the following areas? Youth development. No, I agree with that. Having a long term vision. What is it? Recruiting is not- the strongest yeah, possible squad. Yeah. Fan engagement, investment in facilities, community engagement, that stuff's fine. Um, Maintaining the ethos and traditions of the club. They try. Openness and transparency. No. Sustainable financial policy. Yes, they're good at that. It (laughs) it was kind of like like they were saying to us, well, what kind of Arsenal do you want? Because they've had so much... like unrest. I quite like a lot of those questions. The only one I don't like is how well run do you think the club is? Because if you look at it, like they say, they go into it in microcosm towards the end, but financially and the way they've done the ground and things like that is great. But if you say how well do you think the squad is run? Mm. Not well at all. No. And I find it quite, I think one of the questions they, they asked was pretty direct towards the manager as well. And what, like, how, how, do you enjoy the experience at, on the match day at the moment? Yeah. Stuff like, and I just kind of said, no, this is timing. interesting, yeah, that it's come out now. You think if it wasn't to do with this, someone somewhere in, I don't know, attraction or media media relations would have gone, you know the survey we're going to send out? Hold fire on that for a bit. And if you, it wasn't related And do you know this. what it is as well, what makes me real, think that it's, it's so ridiculous that they've done it that only Arsenal would do this. Like It's, it's the kind of thing that Arsenal ball upstairs have gone... Well, we can't make a decision, so let's make them make a decision. Yeah, it's 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 very unprofessional. That's what you get when you've got a silent partner, aren't in stand. It's what you get when you have a board that essentially are null and void because they have no say in the club; they're just there. Yeah, that's mainly they don't fill in roles, right? They've got they've got that like, stand doesn't care, does he? He looks at a check sheet, a balance sheet at the end of it. But they have nothing to use. Quarter the board used to obviously make decisions at the club. They don't do that anymore. Yeah. They have no say. To kind of summarise, I think Emery's position at the minute. He's gone. He's, he's gone. Um, it's weird. There was two if. two interviews uh, post match, and one was with Emery, one was with obviously um, one was, uh, with Aubameyang. Aubameyang looks depleted. He looks 
like a beaten man. He looks he fed up. Looks short on a deal. That's what he it looks. goes to Emery, and Emery's like, "Well, I can understand why people are annoyed. I understand why people are disappointed. But ultimately, the change is what got us the draw. We went for that, and we went for the draw or the or, or the win. And it was like this." I made these choices and I got us the point. It's like, at some point, he's the, got to go. The people upstairs have to make the decision whether they want to keep the likes of Aubameyang and Laxer or whether they want to keep Emery. Yeah. And my only concern is that they're going to let Emery go too late. Yeah, no. Yeah, people are in Auburn and Laxer's ears already. They were before anyway, before yeah. they even reached this stage. Now they're at that dangerous spell, which only Arsenal seem to do, is let people get down to probably having four weeks left. And there was a lot of talk on the Ornstein podcast, as well, the Ornstein part of um, saying that there was, in fact, the Arsenal as well this week, saying that um, a lot of the players, a lot of the things coming out of the club, where the players don't know what, what they're supposed to be doing. They're, they're, they've lost faith in the manager. Yeah. They, want, they want them gone. I just don't like the contract situation, uh, especially when teams like Atleti, who are competing at a high level with a manager who is a big figure, and we've got outgoing or soon to be outgoing Diego Costa because he's as good as gone too. And then you've got Lacazette running the deal down. Things like that. Just We need I to be much more... Benzema at Madrid. Consider it as far as To be fair though, I think if we act now, there's time to get these deals done. Because I actually ultimately... Uh, part of me thinks, maybe more so with Aubameyang and Lacazette, but I actually think he actually really enjoys being in London. Being, I think Orba does. Yeah. Well, we've got a year. Essentially, you've got yeah, a year because they're, yeah, yeah. they're both from January. Mm-hmm. Their price depletes massively. They're both 2021, aren't they? Get to the summer. Yeah. yeah. Right, well, we'll move on anyway. Bournemouth against Wolves. What a free kick for Matinho. Well, to give you an idea... Is it a cross? As to the quality... Because I don't think it is at all. <laughs> right, it's definitely a shot. But to give you an idea as to how good this game was, it was last time match of the day where there was eight games. And yet there was still a red card. Yeah, and, and a goal. Yeah, and goals. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. The first thing on note that we need to mention Traoré's is... Hair? Yes! Oh, how Traoré's hair makes him look more like a horse. <laughs> it was awful. It's a mane. Absolutely awful. I mean, with the legs like that and the hair like that, he generally is half man, half horse. I know what you were saying about that, that free kick. That it was a good free kick. It reminds but, me of Rooney at Stoke. But... Is it also down to the fact that Ramsdale was absolutely yes. terrible? Yes. Because yeah. he should be... I think he's out of position there. Yeah, that's what I think. He's So, to give the listeners an idea of what's happened, there is a free kick from the left side of the penalty area, almost on the line of the penalty area. Matinho um, steps up. There's a wall of like three in front of him. I think it's three. And he whips with his right, and essentially it goes from the right side of the wall and then over the top of the keeper into the left-hand corner. I completely agree. Ramsdale's positioning, and he's—he's—I can't really explain it. He's moving. But I don't know where he's moving when the shots um, going over him. And I mean, I want to throw it out there that as a free kick, if you're a free kick taker in that situation, you're always going to try and with an in swinger hit hit the back post. Yeah, and that's exactly what he's done. I mean, I think whip Xhaka did that last year. He's gone cross come shot, hasn't he? Yeah, but Xhaka- he's powered it. It's, it is a good effort. Yeah, Jackson drove against free Paris kick. last year, and it's good. Yeah, is it the best free kick I've ever seen, or anywhere near? No, no, it's <laughs> just a good free kick. Well, to give you an idea of Matinho's like lethal, like lethalness from free kicks, that's his first goal in every year. So mm. he's not, he's not like. Don't no. get me wrong; he can put a ball in, but he doesn't score he loads of goals from there. Well, how much for looking he gets though with Neves being there? 
Oh no, he does. He does all their corners, all their free kicks. He he was good on the day though. I must admit, he was their best player. I think. I think he is better than Neves. Yeah, well, yeah, I'd say he's. It's more important, yeah, I think. He's their best player. The, well, the, the second goal, the through ball for Traore to then knock into Jimenez to tap in. That's, that that through ball to Traore is unreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Traore's, well, I say Troy's cross is good. It's, it's, a, it's a cross on the floor. It's a pass. And Jimenez <laughs> taps it in. But, Born for the yeah. Game switched off. Yeah. Not a fun goal to watch. But the red card woke him up. I, I felt sorry for him because, Francis. not because it wasn't a red card, but because he, pullback. I, he, hadn't, he hadn't played... For a long period of time. Eight. Oh, he was like 18 months. Yeah. 18 and, months and he's club and he'd captain. he f- thrown in to play and yeah. you could just see he was off the pace. He was off the pace 18 months ago. To think that you could put him back in, no matter how desperate you are to put someone in. And it was it was just, well, it wasn't even a yellow worth getting, was it? I don't know if you guys saw it. And for those listening, it was just um, like a, just a pullback on the, Jota. what, halfway line on Jota? Yeah, mm-hmm. he was cutting inside and I think it was off the ball as well. The ball had gone. It was definitely. Back, it's a yellow, but it's just why are you doing that? Why are you doing that on Stupidity. a yellow? Stupidity. The um, there was another goal disallowed. Yes. Offside. Mm-hmm. Jota's goal. It was offside though. It was offside. Yeah. What I think was more interesting was later on in the game. Um, so bear in mind at the moment at that time, Bournemouth were down to ten. Boy, did they come on in the last twenty minutes. Um, two real chances. The Nathan Ake volley. Which, if he hit it anywhere else, it was off a corner. I don't know if you guys saw it. When he, it was AK Volley off a corner. And if he hit it anywhere else with the power on it, it was in. And then, um, almost brought on a sub. A I can't spoon. think what is the striker is. Yeah. Yeah, striker come wing it, didn't he? Oh, yeah. God, what a chance. Yeah, proper slice. But Wolves struggling massively against 10 men. Yeah. That was a good save, though, as well. I, I mean, as much as we slated him earlier, a good save from Ramsdale late on from Jota as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good result for Wolves. Great, that was a good run from Jota as well. That was for that save from Ramsdale. He jinked. He just drink. He yeah. like went by one. Jinked for two. He's very two. good at doing that. Oh, very yeah. good at doing that. But uh, yeah, it's a good um, result for Wolves. But Bournemouth aren't. They're out of form at the moment. Yeah, Bournemouth not playing well. Not with a full squad and with ten men. No, they beat you. Well, no. But that was, I would say, it's different when a big team turns up. But I, I do worry for their form at the moment. They need to kind of pull that out yeah. a little bit. Not that I they're said, in trouble, but... Billy said that we'd... Um, our friend Billy, who did the pod, said that we'd slag off Wolves. And to be fair, they've got, they've got arsenal Iris. They've got no plan B. They've got mm-hmm. one way of playing, yeah. and if they just do it all the time, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah, they, they aim to be very good at one plan. Yeah. They haven't got arsenal Iris because we don't have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, a game of very limited highlights. <laughs> well, Brighton against Leicester, though. A bit more of an eventful very game. Intense game. It was. Brighton weren't bad. And what? It was like a proper a proper football match in the sense Brighton. that it, was, it seemed to be quite gloomy under the floodlights. There was lots of rain. It was very hard running. Two teams I both like as well. Yeah. They both were trying to play. I thought Leicester played, started really well. To be fair, um, it post early on with Perez. Who um, looks who ref- looks reinvigorated after mm. his move. Unreal. That's my first note I've got. What what's happened to Elioso Perez? Uh, I don't even. I generally, I, I've said the Newcastle this time. I didn't think he was bad at Newcastle. I mean, I've always liked him. That's what I. Right. But, but I wasn't a big fan. I'm not saying I'm a fan now, but what I, I will say is that any player that plays at Newcastle 
you have to kind of feel sorry for him at some yeah. point. So, <laughs> and imagine what Saint Maximan's going to look like when he gets his move to Leicester. He's going to look like vintage Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pete shaking his head there. <laughs> yeah. So another save from Ryan from Vardy. I think that was the header where he tipped over the bar from a free kick. Uh, Ryan's yeah. really annoying because he's such a crap keeper yet he seems to make a, really a lot of shot. saves a great really good shot crap his line too do you know who he reminds me of? Shea Given I see where you're going with it I've, I've, I've seen like a big shot reflex stopper keeper. not very good in the, not very good like not commanding, commanding. Ryan has yeah. no yeah. technique but saying that he's great coming off his line mm. yeah, like, yeah. you normally have to have at least a decent commander you back forward to do so there isn't calamity well I think he actually um was really good. I thought he was probably one of their best players, Brighton on the day. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about Brighton, the, the magnificent losers? They're, uh, they don't get many results, but they play some lovely stuff. I particularly like their midfield. I just love Malpe. Um, love Malpe. I like Malpe, but he takes a lot of chances. But I do like um, Moy and who's the other one that plays on the other side? Oh, oh God, it's going to annoy me. It's in his name. But I do, I, do, I like Brighton. They're good to watch too. What a game. Me up. And then we'll go on to Leicester, who obviously, again, we're, mm. we're very good. But the, but the wow. opening goal, it's a devastating break, isn't it? It's devastating. Yeah. It's just from... I think it, was it Brighton were on top. Brighton were on top at that Brighton, point as well. Yeah, Brighton have started to pick, pick up in the second half after being played out of the game in the first. And yeah, literally, Vardy just put the motors on, which I think is absolutely phenomenal. Trossard. Player. Yeah, Trossard's a very good player. Oh, I do like Trossard. But um, considering how old Vardy is, I'm not saying he's old, old, but... He's not young. And my word, the motors on him, the work rate on him was brilliant. Mm-hmm. He was um, a threat all game. He's not a man that ages, is he? No. no. He's very it's much, least, he's, he's Jamie Curitan of his generation. Too many VKs. <laughs> VKs every day. Um, but yeah, I thought the, not only the run from Vardy was good, but the timing of the pass. He held on to it. I'm not sure if he meant to. I'm not sure if his touch was slightly poor, but the ball across kind of gave Perez not much left to do. Um, I would take Vardy at United in a heartbeat. Well, we tried, didn't we? Absolute. I think it's brilliant. Got to admit, I was one of the happier Arsenal fans when we didn't get Vardy. And then well, we yeah, ended up getting Perez. But at the same time, well, Luke, oh, would, we have, would we have a bad man? Oh, Lucas Perez? Yeah. Would we have a bad man now? I don't know what I prefer to have. Oh, yeah, I'd much rather have Wilbur. But, um... Yeah, no, very good. Um, more Matt Ryan saves. But... Let's talk about the penalty. Controversial. So, Malpe goes into the box, gets brought down by Pereira. And this, is this the penalty one we're well, saying? Controversial, I know. <laughs> now, for me, penalty. Because, mm. and I'll tell you why, and I, I admit, I, I feel sorry for the referee and the fact that I think he needs VAR to see this because it's it's very close, very close. But he makes the challenge, he doesn't get the ball. And he connects with the player. Foul. Um, I don't expect the referee to see that first time though. Not at all. No. Well, I, I would if there was a good referee, if there was good referees out there, but um, and plus it was on the break, so it must be. I can't imagine him being. Pete's weekly dig at every referee on the planet. Shit, absolutely <laughs> shit. Um, but it was Mike. It was Mike Dean, wasn't it? That was who it was. Box office. He wasn't. Mike Dean, yeah. Pitch was he? He was right about the uh, penalty though. 
Mm. Even though VAR told him. <laughs> what for? The actual penalty. Encroaching. But if you actually oh, watch... Oh, that. Yeah. I, was, I thought you were talking about the actual giving of the penalty because if the first one's not a penalty, that ain't a penalty for shit. No. Because there's barely any touch on um, Damari Gray there. I know he's, he kind of trodden his foot, but it didn't really seem like he did. It was another one of those where he seemed like he gave it because he really wanted something to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a referee in WWE when he starts talking to the wrestlers? Yeah, the, the crowd's getting quiet. Right, do do something. Do something. And I see. I thought it was very harsh on Brighton considering they didn't get given one. They, they, they weren't bad at all either. But the actual penalty that was given, it was right, it was encroaching, he was in the box. But if you actually see the Vardy second penalty, players are encroaching again. Well, this is what I understand. <laughs> that annoyed like, me. Yeah. That um, really annoyed me. The, Arsenal, the penalty in the Arsenal game, there was people in the box. It, it's like they pick and choose when yeah, that's it, what it, It's there's so no, inconsistent. Yeah, there's no consistency with the calls. And, and furthermore, like he must have just really wanted Jamie Vardy to score. Possibly. I did. It's good for my dream team because Vardy missed the penalty. Might might. Dean's gone. I've got Madison. <laughs> I've got Vardy. Let's have another one. I'm all for it. And the thing is, who told him that? Unless he saw it. Because VAR, VAR well, stopped VAR, to check it. I didn't think VAR was going to be checking that. That was one of the things they they actually said at the beginning of the season. The Premier League said they wouldn't be using VAR for encroachment. And then they changed it as well. And they went, uh, I remember them saying... And I think this is where there might be some confusion is they did say that and they changed it and they said, mm. yes, we are going to look at encroachment, but at the same time, we're not going to look at keepers coming off lines. Yeah, no. So the... the, 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 the it's like they pick and choose, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Fourth like, official is supposed to be the one watching the line, but because the referee has got too many players to watch on encroachment, I'm sure he got changed that they were going to review encroachment, but leave the ref- the goalkeeper yeah. side of it to the fourth official. And it's like, why can't you just say we're going to look at penalties? But it's bad. We're just going to watch penalties. It's it's bad because there's... We don't know. We've got three different opinions. It's, it's the, the, there needs to be so much more clarity across refereeing rules. It needs to be quite straightforward. What annoys me is that... I know I'm going to be biased on it, but the Arsenal goal we conceded first was that they said they can't use VAR for a moving ball when... Realistically, I, I wouldn't say no. Don't go and review every single free kick to see if the ball's moving. But if you can quite clear and see obvious. the ball is moving, then you go. Well, okay, let, let's let's use VAR and retake the free kick. Like it's just Cle- silly. It's clear and obvious. If it's clear and obvious, I don't understand why you wouldn't use the advantage of VAR. There we go. But Leicester hammering on, still doing very well. Can they win the league? No, in my opinion. No, they're still, wet. They're still <laughs> what? Um, Can they catch Liverpool? Off, I think. Eight points off for a Liverpool team who've won the last 30 games. Um, no. no I th- I'm fortunate I think it's Liverpool's season. But well, well, of course it is when the Premier League are making it, so it is. <laughs> I think... Um, we'll move on to that. <laughs> corruption, corruption.com. Yeah. I think this is a better Leicester team than the Leicester team won the league. Basically. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, um, props for Brighton as well because... I like to say I feel like I feel like they lose every week and play well, but I think they're what twelve, his first season and the manager Potter he seems so relaxed, and he's like implemented. I watched Bournemouth now, Bournemouth not Bournemouth Brighton now, and I um, enjoy watching them. Mm-hmm. And I know what they're gonna do, like they and they play nicely, which I don't think I can ever remember saying about 
Brighton ever. Yeah, especially <laughs> not under Chris Hewton, which was a man everyone had lots of respect for. And he hasn't he hasn't done much to that side, has he? He's massively linked with a West Ham job. Hewton. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Okay, we'll move on to Palace against Le- uh, Le- Leicester. Palace against Liverpool. Talk to me, Pete. What do you think? Do you think it was a penalty or not? Not penalty, sorry, disallowed goal or not? I'm, I'm racking my brain. <laughs> um, I see when I first watched this. What do you think? Sorry. So this is the push that disallowed it's the not, goal. It's, it's fine. It's a goal. You think it's a goal? <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's see, at the beginning, I my United goggles went on, and I thought, oh, this is VAR in Liverpool's favour once again, which it has been a lot this season. But then you watch it back, and you watch it back, and you watch it back, and there is a shove there. Well, yeah, but he has got his hands on his back. Funny, but slow-mo. Lovren, slow mo makes it any, anything look like a foul. Yeah. But the for me, if if any defender just falls to the floor when they feel someone touching their shoulder, you'd be giving free kicks all the time. Yeah, it's it's uh, well, you're not gonna be able to raise your hand soon. And if someone gets in the way or someone comes in front of you, the natural reaction is put your hands up. It's different each week. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't. I think that was a perfectly fine goal. There was nothing there, but not enough for me. Nowhere near enough. Um, yeah. It's I, honestly right now. If I was, or if something was to come out five years time, that this is all corrupt, that the Premier League has been match fixing, right? <laughs> Offer. Would you be surprised? No, definitely not. Especially if they were a Liverpool fan. Because I honestly, the more and more things that happen, and it was over the last season a bit now, I think City were that good last season that they couldn't even cheat them out of it. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say though is last year, I, I and like we said this on, we always said this, but I always had the sense that City were going to win. Like I always knew they were going to win the title. But, last season? Yeah, but I now get that feeling with Liverpool. Right. Yeah, I I can't see past Liverpool now. You just get you have a gauge for these things. Well, mainly because not only there's games where they're playing bad, they win, and sometimes it's a case of they're playing bad and they win. Sometimes there's a case of they're playing bad and then they get a helping hand. And it's all and it's the thing is it's not like it's happened once this season. It's happened so many times. Mm, Dodgy yeah. calls all over the place. And it's a shame because I honestly think that that, that side is really really good and it's really good to watch as well. The Liverpool side, yeah, yeah. I feel like they are. Um, I don't know. And this, I feel like they are. They are brilliant, but I think when, when, and it's not an inevitability. It's going to happen. Klopp goes in. What I think, if they win the league this year, could be even in the summer, but maximum, I think, three years time. I think the loss of him going will affect Liverpool far, far more than, than Guardiola leaving City. Yeah, I, I massively agree. And whilst they've got players that are like... Um, they've got a great squad, right? And the full-backs and things like that. But I think you'd like take away a Mane, a Firmino, and you've just got Salah in those full-backs. As good as those three players are, arguably the top performers in the league in their positions, mm-hmm. I don't think they're anywhere near as threatening than, like, say, with City, they'll lose Aguero... Um, they've lost company David Silva's retiring at the end of the year I don't think it's going to hit them as hard so Liverpool have to win it this year because it's yeah I agree their year. We, we discussed this on the way here that if Liverpool do go on to win the league I could very much see him going to Bayern who? yeah Klopp me too 
And then, well, this is the thing. So then, what will happen is all these players won't necessarily follow Klopp, but they'll go. Well, I'm not playing here anymore. It's interesting where Mane goes because I could quite easily see him in a in a PSG shirt. Should a Neymar go? No, I think of a Spain. I can quite see him in a Barcelona shirt. But yeah. I think he's a bit too similar to Ouz. But as Mane de Bele might well move himself. I think that's where I'll go. I um, think he'll go Barca. Barcelona. I wouldn't be but, surprised to see him go um, somewhere else. I depends where Neymar goes. I was going to say I don't know if that deal is actually legit. If the whole thing of if Barca buy another Liverpool player before blah 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 blah, then they have to pay X amount, stupid yeah. amount of money. Uh, but I, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he goes to Spain somewhere. I think this will be a very very busy summer, busier than we've seen for mm. a while. Yeah. The only issue with it is it's hard to do it with the Euros on, but. I think people will regardless. Yeah. You see a lot of early movement, deals that were done in January, but don't get. But you find out about them in the summer. Yeah. And then a lot post Euros. Yeah, there'll be like a gap between when the Euros is on, where there'll be absolutely nothing. Yeah. But no, it was a good um, sort of knee up and finish from Mane. Um, Guaita was really unlucky though, tipped it onto the post. It's a really good save. Almost a really good save, should I put. Uh, close to stopping it. Um, do you see the Benteke attempt at the overhead kick? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, Mate, it nearly went in. That it nearly went in. It was very good. That, uh, but yeah, just went wide. Zaha with his first goal of the season. I thought he was very good. He was. And it was his I, first um, goal of the season. I'm sure I was surprised. Worth about. pointing out as well that um, that doesn't get said enough. Trent Alexander. Uh, Trent Alexander. Uh, I can't say his name. Trent. Trent Alexander. Trent Double uh, A. <laughs> <laughs> can't say his name. Trent Alexander. Uh, no, she's got what I mean. Trent Alexander. Alexander. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Trent. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really, really bad at defending. No. He is. I don't and think he's quite good at defending. There's a lot of games I've noticed now that teams actually target him. Target him. Yeah. And he got. I know it's a, it's a hard, he's a very good player, but he actually gave him a torrid time. Now, the fact. If he wasn't so good going forward. Hmm. I, I do think that he is. There's a lot. If he went under another coach, who could actually really teach him how to defend, he could be a really good player. But boy, can strike a ball, ball though, can't he? Yeah. Oh, he's passing across him. But you know, just... he nearly gave the, the he nearly gave Palace a chance in the first half. You know, because I didn't realise, but Alexander Arnold played as a holding midfielder throughout all the youth ages. He was a wing. He was a winger and, as well. and a winger. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say, does he look? He does sometimes make himself look like a failed winger. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think he's good enough to be a winger. That's what I mean. Yeah, like it's if you put point. him on the right right attack in the field, he could ping a ball in. But I don't think he's got enough pace. Or... Does it become Hazes Navas? <laughs> no, because I don't think he could dribble past him. Well, not could Hazes Navas. He could drop the shoulder, and that's oh, it. Yeah, but that dropped the shoulder. Them eyes though. <laughs> yeah. But that's why everyone says the hybrid of him and Wambasaka would be the ultimate. Player again, for yeah, we'll get on to Wambasaka, who is a man who looks like who I really I think he's great defensively, I do. Going but forward. He looks so lost going forward. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Even taking throw ins, I'm like, strange. don't go you look weird doing that in the what other half. Strange. I don't want to go into it too much now, but yeah. when he started out at Palace, he was a winger. Yeah, I, I thought he, he was really good going forward for Palace. Right. I think he shows such apprehension on the ball when he goes forward. I think that he Almost I'm, frightened, but you're playing for United. So. I also kind of think that he doesn't have any kind of cover if he does go, so he kind of has to stay. Mm. Yeah, that's very true. Not to take away from that, I think defensively he's quite good. We're moving on way too quick. Yeah, <laughs> Liverpool game, but um, uh, but yeah, no, for the Zaha goal, you see the Townsend cutback. He's not even looking at him, 
Paul's, Paul, he had a good it's game almost around well. the corner. Townsend played very, yeah, very well very as well. well. Yeah, but everything about that goal was like Zaha's best. Yeah. The drop of the shoulder, the run in, the finish. I mean, I mean, is it Zaha microcosm, right? He's very busy. He's brilliant dribbling, and he's got one goal this season, which is miss. his season over the course. He just missed an right? absolute sitter later on in the game. Yeah, and that's also Zaha. Where they that's should. The one thing. He could improve if he could finish for improve his end product. Cool, it'd be a player, yeah. but he just hasn't got that. Well, that's the thing. He is a player, right? But he's just never going to be top top because he doesn't get enough goals. No. Which is why the fees being point like thrown out yeah. for him weren't weren't legit because he yeah. doesn't offer anything in the out in output. Yeah, and that's not my biggest criticism of. Um, of they're not very similar, but for the argument's sake, that's why I never understood the thing about Hazard. Just doesn't get enough goals. I mean, like he had that one season where he what got like sixteen, but he, just... he also had the season where he got one or four somewhere. Yeah, like he got, and it was against Dons. Yeah, <laughs> no, what so it was four, and he got one against Dons. People he say he's the next Ronaldo for Real Madrid, no, and he's a Galactico. He's not. He doesn't get enough goals. No, but I do think that players like that make you goals in different areas because they drive teams back. And, oh, no, I agree. And, and I, I do think Zaha gives that. It's just. I think he'd be such another level of player if he could score more goals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Firmino's obviously got the... Uh, yeah, he got it very, very quickly and sort of shut down the, the Palace fans. Yeah, I do wonder if that had, like, if they'd have held on for maybe another five. Then. Yeah, yeah. Well, you capitulate a tiny bit. But like you say, Zaha, he had that chance last minute. Right up the uh, right up one-on-one on the keeper and he's blazed it over. And ultimately that should... Get them a point on the board at least. But fun facts about the game: had on match today. Palace's tenth consecutive game in London, first time yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Other team huh? played ten games in London, in a row. No way! What? So their away games have been against London-based London teams? teams as well. Ah, lovely stuff. Go. Thank you, match today. <laughs> well, how is Fraudiola still employed? <laughs> Well, two things happened in this game. Norwich to Everton nil. So, two things happened in this game that are worth talking about, and then we'll get on to Fraudiola. Um, so, um, first goal, Cantwell, who I think looks a bit like a little version of Anton Griezmann. It looked like, like, like as in like. Lidl's, he sounds like David Beckham. Little's Antoine. Looked. Have you heard him speak? Or an extra from in between us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I wasn't sure which one. Um, and he scored the first, and he had a very good game. And I just wanted to praise Campwell for um, actually playing well. No, it was good. And then the only other thing to happen in the game was Saben, who I've never heard of before. He's got a line in his name, but you don't pronounce it. Saben, a man who has more hands than Premier League goals. Um, scored the second. <laughs> and then the point that I wanted to get onto, which we're getting to. He's every single Evertonian was booing Fraudiola yeah. about 70 minutes in. People were leaving in droves. He got caught. In droves. Um, so he left the game and went directly to Portugal with Luis Boamorte. Yeah, he's the... Oh, a nice guy, manager. though. Mm. He's a great guy. Straight to Portugal. And there's rumours there where he's getting um, looked at by or potentially having conversations with Sporting. <laughs> So he might go before he's pushed. If he gets sporting after his performance in the nah, Premier League, he's, he's not going to get. He's going to wait to get pushed. He wants the dollar, dollar. Yeah, and but, that's the thing. Everton pissed off so many people, 
and tried so hard and waited so long to get him in and he's been nothing but the crap. The, uh, what was I going to say about it? So, I feel like they took, the reason they lost the game, and it's this is down to the management in my opinion, is that the players weren't taking it seriously. Yeah. They started tossing up top and mm-hmm. that to me sends a message out saying, oh, these aren't very good. We don't need to play our, one of our forwards. I don't think Moise Ken's working. Quite well, I don't think he could play this game. I think he gets played, but, but at the same time, though, but even like they'd usually start maybe Calvert Lewin or Richarlison or someone like that down the middle. Yeah. They just didn't look up for it at all, and I think that's down to the manager. Yeah, yeah. I uh, Seamus Coleman done an interview after the yeah, game, and he was like, before he was really even asked, he just went, Look, I don't want to hide behind a manager, but he didn't go out on the pitch. We did. He's basically gone, look. I'm going to hide behind the manager. Yeah. <laughs> we went out on the pitch and he sent us out there and they were dross and it's just defeated now. And to lose to that Norwich I'd team. Have, I don't know how he's not gone. But you say that, have you seen their Wait next... Norwich us. weren't good, let's put that out as well. Let's Wait put... for us. We've got another weekend. Even Norwich, yeah. Norwich, Norwich weren't good. They're better, but they weren't good. Cantwell, well, that's why the reason I mentioned it, had actually quite a good game. I thought Pookie did all right for his goal. Um, and yeah, Pookie did. Yeah, yeah. But the, other than that, they weren't all that. The um, I don't, the reason, one of the, obviously, result aside and performances aside, why he's not been sacked is beyond me, is because his next games are Leicester away, Liverpool away, Chelsea at home, United away, Leicester at home in the Carabao Cup, and then Arsenal away. Oh. He's going to lose majority of those games. Yeah, but I suppose the thing What's is, the new manager doesn't want them. New right? manager doesn't want them either. Yeah. New manager bounce? Nah, not for them. What I would say though, but you know, I guarantee they don't keep him for all six of those games. Yeah. Uh, he will not be. He will not be the Everton boss when they play but you. But I also guess it's trying to find a replacement as well. Yeah, I mean, imagine how unlikely it is. But you win three of those, and his whole Everton tenure is turned around. Mm. Yeah. In six games, and he loses three of them. Well, he needs. But to. if he can say, "Oh, we won three of them," so I don't think he loses three of them because he doesn't get three of them. Mm. Well, you think he's gone beforehand? But like I say, I don't think you want you want to bring in a manager for that, or you sack caretaker, new one. Big dunk will be back. <laughs> okay. Well, we've seen who's quite strongly linked. It'll be Arteta, surely. Moyes. Yeah, well, I Moyes. saw that too. Moyes. Moyes. Well, that's a perfect six games for him to have because he'll be sacked by the end of it. <laughs> yeah. oh. He'll beat more... United away. He's 100% winning at Old Trafford. I, that, I can't see that happening for many reasons. A, because the owners are actually quite ambitious. And they well, they're selling, money. apparently. I hear rumblings that Mashiri and Co are looking to sell. Already? Everton. Yeah. Well, that's because he doesn't get on with Peter Kenyon. And they want to spin it. That's, mm, I don't know. I don't know Watford are up for sale. Yeah, close. yeah Watford too. That's probably why they haven't sat their manager. But yeah, but, um, that family quite the um, I family is the posers. Yeah, quite clever at stuff like that. So mm. I wouldn't be surprised if they sell and buy. That is right there a Newcastle. lovely transition into the next game. Watford against Burnley. Oof. The one we all took out of our bet because our friend put Watford to win because they were never winning this. <laughs> However, they started well. Watford. Fortaleza started very well. They had a good game. On that note, Pope Pope. Correct. Mm. Yeah. They I think to be fair, Watford were on top first half. Majority of it. Not like creating loads, but they created enough to cause Pope trouble. Yeah. Um but then they threw it all away <laughs> for set pieces. Just, yeah. They weren't good set pieces either. They were 
Chris Wedeldinho. Once yeah. again, for years I look at Watford squad and I think, what is this? <laughs> Do you know what I mean though? You look at it mm-hmm. and I go, I can't imagine, like they put an 11 out and I can't imagine any of the 11 talking to one another. I don't understand what they think. Yeah, it is very like that. It's very strange. But I don't understand what they seem to think will happen. It was going to happen by getting rid of Gracia for Keep another bog standard manager who has the same squad. If anything, I been think Gracia is a better manager than Kike Sanchez. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. You, I, I would have thought that Gracia would be in a better position now with what Yeah, me too. I, I think that's probably... It's been kind of... Uh, I guess it hasn't, but maybe they saw it as like a caretaker option. Because the thing is, they go through managers like... like uh, and what I don't get right is it's a squad who yeah I get it your best player is Gerard De, De La Foy, whatever you call him De La De La Foy. Right, he's your best player I get that so I understand kind of trying to get a Spaniard to get something out of him but to go from a Spaniard like Javi Garcia who um, plays he, he tries to play a nice brand of football doesn't he but you'd say what focuses on a I don't want to say possession based game but largely an offensive game and then you revert to Kiko Sanchez Flores, who likes a solid foundation, doesn't mind a five at the back. But I just don't see how that's. But I don't understand why they've gone for a Spaniard, why they've gone for a defensive coach, and why they just didn't. Like, there's so many better options. Get and in that position, get someone who is going to save you. You're in the shit. Sanchez Flores isn't going to save you there. No, no. He doesn't well, strike no, me as. Like Sam. That's exactly what I was thinking. Big Sam. Yeah. 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 That's the kind of manager they... And you imagine him, Deeney, Gray. Oh, they've been having a lovely time. <laughs> to Come be on. fair, you could, he, is, he could do that... Like yeah, yeah, he could, he could do that manager bounce. And then they could plan for the long term and look at a, a, an alternative option. Yeah. And that's so posers. They love a year contract for a manager. Yeah. And It'd be another one he kept up. Yeah. And they'll do a bonus if he keeps them up. Yeah. It seems perfect. It's sort of massive sense to me. Especially after how... Little Sanchez Flores impressed in his first stint. Let's let's not kid anyone. They weren't like going for Europe. They were steady. You must think though that um, what's his name in the middle? Decore. Decore. He. That's just a little ticking time. Bomb what I would say so. is, well, it's harsh to say he hasn't impressed me this year. Because how can he in that team? But he's <laughs> not like simple. you think about him. You think about him and Indeedy as two players that you think, wow, some powerhouses that should go to a big team. I don't think of that decor at the minute. He doesn't pop into mind. I'd have him in a blink. He's been very public about how he wants to move to PSG. <laughs> we have been and bought quite a few centre midfielders, so he'll do very well to get that move, I think. I'd, do, I'd love it. In a blink, I'd have him. It's just an engine. I don't think that the, the, yeah, the, the unit he's in is helping him. Because yeah. when that unit he's in its functions, he thrives. So... I just can't think, oh yeah, it's but, an odd squad. But yeah, set-piece goals were, were on the menu. The order of the day. And uh, Is that not always the order of the day for Burnley? <laughs> well, yes, but especially so today. Um, Chris Wood, mate. Yeah, he's, yeah he's on Good form. He's on form. I don't understand, though, the penalty. Is he Australian? New Zealand. New Zealand? Yeah. Oh, God. Apologies. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, Kiwi. Kiwi, yeah. The penalty for Barnes. 
Mm. Can someone or either of you work out why it wasn't given to start with? <laughs> Didn't watch it that much, Burnley. So, he, well, he's basically got to the ball first and then he's the defenders him. kicked him in the leg <laughs> or the side of the it's foot. It's not even like slightly discreet. It is a good kick. And then gone down, as in he's booted him. The Watford player's gone down from hurting himself from kicking Barnes. And then they've played played on and it, the ball has gone all the way down the left channel, being dribbled out whilst Ashley Barnes is kind of chubbily jogging alongside, trying to catch the ref and say, it's a penalty, it's a penalty. And, yeah, because uh, it's like you need to review it, doesn't it? Yeah, they they have an attack. And I think, I'm not sure if they get a corner or it's a goal kick, but then the ref reviews it and then back up the other end of the pitch, they go and give a penalty. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's really strange. Like That's how it should be used, though. Yeah, VAR in that situation has been used but perfectly correct. My, my main concern with that... How has it not been given at the first In the same way, yeah, different, different to the Arsenal one, and the fact I think VAR should have been used. Mm. This is the opposite. It's so clear-cut yeah. that it, it, the lino should give it. The lino, it's right in front of the lino. Lino just don't do anything anymore, do they? They'll be, they'll be too scared. Oh, sorry, the assistant too. referees, you know, not to call them anymore. But after that, well. after that goal, it's up there with... Performances from that last like ten minutes from Watford was just heads down, yeah. massively. And they just capitulation didn't give a crap. And did you know what it was? It reminded me of you know when they lost was it nine nil to to City and Ben Foster was just like ah oh, well we lost nine nil. Mm. You remember Don't the most shit. the most Italian thing in the world as well is to have three or four managers in over the course of a season. So I generally think. I don't know who's first for the chop. I'm quite interested. I think it's it's, it's a race now, isn't it? <laughs> really is. Yeah. But the thing is, there's a lot of clubs that are looking to make the change that I don't think will be affected by one another. Yeah, and that's like the point I was going to make. I don't think because often it's uh, who's going to blink first, right? But these four teams are working in different different areas. Ironically, so. depending on how Arsenal go, I think the only like Everton are, are the ones that could cause them trouble if they want Arteta too. Mm-hmm. Maybe I wouldn't be surprised to see Everton go for Emery. Well, they can have it. Wouldn't be surprised. I would actually drive my car to London. I'd pick Emery up. I'd drive in there, and I'd be his personal chauffeur for the rest of the season. Can you say the word chauffeur again? Chauffeur. Thank the you. only frustrating thing about Emery going, and I hate to make it to the Arsenal pod, is that he's got a very good first team coach in Carcedo who's widely respected, and this is the first. And we changed the goalkeeping coach, who was complained about. Before do you remember the old one? It'll be having before. He was yeah, complained but, about year in, year out, and then he goes. But to is it. that just a case of, from an Arsenal perspective, we had stale staff for a long time, and anything new coming in is going to be amazing. So I don't think we're going to get stuck. We're not. It's not as if we're going to go back to it. Oh, by the way, do you want your job back? Bring back Primeraj. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> um, well, so who's up? For, who's up for the sack then? So we've got Emery, Fraudiola. Sanchez Flores. Sanchez Flores, Pellegrini. That's it. I, I wouldn't throw Solskjaer in there yet. But he's on the he's, I don't know how he's, he's done on it. The I don't know I think, how he is. Do you know what it. I think it is, though? It, I think United are, it's it, are sticking with him to an extent to say, look, he's this is, I bet he sold them, them this dream of this is what I want to do and this is how I'm going to do it. And I bet I would not at all be surprised if Sir Alex has given them his backing on that. Yeah. And Sir Alex is worth well, gold there. I'm checking out their ninth. We'll cut. We'll come on to the. We'll come on to the United game, and I've kind of got some reasons why I believe he's still in the job within I mean, that. We're crap, right. and they're worse than us. But we'll talk about. I'd say our rivals, but they're miles ahead of us. Uh, City against Chelsea. Do you, do 
you know what? For a big game, there's not. I don't have a lot of points on this. No, it was, it was a good game. It was a very good game. game. I it think was... it was a good half. It was, yeah, 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 first half. First half was better than the second. First forty-five minutes was good, and then the second forty-five minutes were very, a very city this season for me. Mm. Very efficient. And I don't, you know, controversially, people say City are great to watch. City aren't great to watch. City are just amazingly efficient. Yeah, they're clinical. Very clinical. Um, so Chelsea, before they scored, they had their opportunities as well. Um, there was a Willian effort that went just wide. It was quite mirror image of the De Bruyne chance at the yeah. other end that went just past the post. Um, and then Tamori had a very good chance after Abraham brought the, down, brought yeah, the ball down really, really, really well. Yeah. And uh, he's lashed it wide. Um but eventually, Kante did make it 1-0. A nice finish. I thought, uh, was it Abraham running through was going to nick it? Ruined everyone's four to score, Kante there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nice finish. Again, seems to be getting goal-scoring positions. Do you think no, the advanced Kante class. is better than the... I think Kante can play wherever I don't think there's such a thing as an advanced Kante. I think he yeah. just is wherever he fancies. As long as he's in the places where he can win the ball, I don't really care if he gets in the box. I love that he affects big games as well in exactly the same way. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter who you play in. You can play City or you can play Watford and he's, he's so doing good. the same thing. It's kind of like this goal, though, pissed off City a little bit. As soon as they scored, yeah. it, City just went... Right, OK. <laughs> Although they were very lucky with the De Bruyne goal because yeah. they're, they're hit on the counter and then David Silva tries to play a pass, I think, to Jesus. No, to Aguero. And it gets deflected twice, which then falls to De Bruyne, who then strikes it. And it's then deflected again. <laughs> And goes in, so it's unfortunate. The, the slightly off topic. Oh, sorry, you go, mate. No, keep going. It's slightly off topic, but you mentioned him. I think this is the first game where I've looked at Aguero and thought you were a bit old. Mm. Past his peak, definitely. definitely. He's on his way. I thought yeah. he did look half a yard off. It wouldn't surprise me to see him in Brazil or Argentina. No, I think he might go back to Atletico, you know. Well, it could be an answer yeah. to Costa. Yeah, it might happen eventually. Yeah. But, yeah, Mares for the oh, second. Oh, good goal. Lovely. I thought he good played goal. very well. He did, yeah, he did. Really yeah, he is. He looks a lot more, ref- like, this. he seems confident, like he actually can say that too. He belongs, like fits in the team now, yeah. As opposed to... Mm. He looks such an odd piece, didn't he, before? Yeah. yeah. I um, agree. I've heard he's a massive bellend. <laughs> I, I know that's off, like, I've heard he's a proper twat. But he's very good. Yeah, you can be a twat if you're that good. He cuts inside, lovely, great finish in the bottom corner. He reminds me very much of like what Nasri was for us. Both Nigerian, both twats. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing I've noted from this as well is that Lampard's inability to win the big game. Mm. We bopped him four nil somehow. And it's not. I don't think it. Inability might be harsh. And I think he, you can tell he's frustrated by it, but every big game I've seen, other than I think maybe the Super Cup, they play within themselves. They don't play the same way they play against smaller sides. I don't think they have a defence though to compete at the minute. No, with the bigger but team. at the same time, I, I, or the top six, I know right? they're going to concede two mm. or one maybe. Yeah. But I equally think they're going to score two or three. And it, they are very much will score more than you see. They didn't create enough. It, it literally it looks like they were scared. Yeah. There was like, for instance, Pulisic, been brilliant recently. Absolutely anonymous. Yeah. Abraham to an extent, been brilliant recently. Did some nice stuff, but didn't 
didn't affect it how, how he could. But do you not think that's because big six teams tend to be able to nullify teams like Chelsea's threats a lot easier? No, because I think if you're a good enough side with good enough players, you can create your own threats. That's what I'm saying. The players that are elsewhere, I mean, the league suggests otherwise, but that's because the, the other teams are being crap against the smaller teams. But I, I fully expected them to get to win this game because I just felt that City's defence has been so appalling recently. Mm. And I don't think they call City's defence half the um, amount of damage it could have. Yeah, I, I would say, though, that I was very impressed with um, Cancelo. Thought he was very yeah, good. he was a lot better. He was very, very solid. He's another player that needs a bit of time, I think. Yeah, I just, I just liked him because he, he was just really solid and just did his job. Didn't do anything extravagant. I just think Chelsea have mistakes in them. I suppose leading on from that, the Kepa clearance, <laughs> straight at Aguero, so lucky, hits, goes and hits the bar. But yeah, no. Um, Kepa's not a top keeper though, is he? No, no, not for the money anyway. The um, What about the offside? Yeah, he's not offside. It's harsh, but with the lines. He's, he's not offside. Because if, if anything's ahead, if anything is ahead, it's his it's arm. Zuma's backside. Mm-hmm. And, and his arm can't score a goal. Zuma's yeah. backside plays the shoulder part that's highlighted on And it's annoying when they show you the graphic and it is in line. And it's not. Like, his backside actually cusps oh over right, the yeah, line. It's yeah. annoying. I'm like, you, you can, can score your ass, pal. It's fine. <laughs> it's you can score your ass. Well, I think that um, the Premier League came out after and said that this is where the controversy for City fans, I think, came from, is that the referee, the line, they said the linesman gave it gave it offside and that it was never a goal but they clearly mm. give the goal and then the referee tells the linesman to put his flag up and then checks VAR mm. what? yeah that, that that's yeah the, ref, the lino doesn't flag yeah I know because Sterling celebrates yeah but the, on the, the official because he checks League the celebrates count, yeah it said that uh, initially that the lino gave it and the goal had never been a given oh I didn't know that and then because loads of City fans have come back to him and shown them the video of of uh, I'm not sure who it was that was reffing, but was it Chris? Not Chris Foyle. Or something. I can't remember. Went over to remember. the lino and, and, and kind of said something to him, and he went like that. Now I don't know if he hadn't given it and said, and the lino gone, oh I'm unsure, and just not put his flag up. Mm. And then the referee's gone, well if you're not sure, put your line, put your flag up. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's not one that really affected the game, but at the same time. You know, if you're not going to say something about these things, that's yeah. a perfect opportunity for City to... Yeah, rightly so. But it was a must-win for City in the end, obviously, after the Liverpool result. Um, and they've obviously managed to get it. Do you think they can catch Liverpool in any way? Do you reckon they can bring a, a late-season no. race? Or do you think I it's think done? it's possible. I don't necessarily think it's completely over. But I don't think it's likely. Mm, yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I, I think it's Liverpool's to lose now. Well, yeah, but that that pressure is what I'm intrigued to see Liverpool handle because it takes one thing. Be fine. They it just haven't had any, the thing with Liverpool so far is they've managed to avoid injuries big time. Yeah, and I think it's also one thing to chase a team for a season mm. than it is to be the front runners. It's massively different. If they don't win it from here, they are massive bottle jobs. <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. Very Spursy. Right, okay. Sheffield United against Man United. Oh, a game that entertaining game. I watched. Yeah, it was a good game. It was a good game. I feel um, they're a big team up north now. Sheffield United. Oh, doing very well. Are they fifth, sixth? 
Somewhere's yeah. crazy, aren't they? I'm clarified, but they're, they're doing very well. Do you ever look at the, their team and go? Because I look at it and go, that's not a very good team. I don't what know where it? the threat's going to come from. I mean, yet they have so many threats. I watched. Um, Joe, I thought uh, we'll go into the day by play. Sixth behind Wolves. I was really impressed with. Um, he's probably played for Dons. Oh, uh, right back. Oh yeah, uh, I say I was really impressed. Bulldog, George, Bulldog. George, George oh, yeah. yeah, George Bulldog, class. Jack O'Connell, class. They, uh, they were brilliant. Luis Mousset, again, causing issues. We, they are the biggest team of weirdos I've ever seen. What was the stat? Goldrick. What was the stat you gave me? Was it like nine of their eleven had been had played from in League One or yeah, something? Yeah, nine of their first mm. eleven had played in League One. That's mental. Yeah, and they didn't even have the first choice keeper. Yeah, no. true, and it, and it was alright. It was good. Yeah, yeah. it was alright. Um, anyway, to get into the game, um, well, we'll break it down. For seventy minutes, Sheffield were the better team, but for by four, far. But for forty-five minutes, we had the Phil Jones show. It was absolutely. <laughs> I've got a note here saying Phil Jones doing his absolute best to show why he's not at the standard to be a he's Man a United trainer. player or he's even a Premier League player. He's he's a trainer. His face. and the fact that he's still at the club and Smalling isn't. Uh, I don't what, small Dini? It's, 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 it's an expression terrible. on his face at all times. Even he's when he's not doing the silly ones. And the sister, the guys mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, first goal was. Oh, John Fleck! Yeah, so it was. He didn't um, know anything about it. It was an effort from Lundstrom, and then De Gea saved. Got it, by the way, I have him in my fantasy team. Good player. Good, good player, John Lundstrom. Lundstrom. Yeah. yeah. I thought Lundstrom. He's a fullback. Yeah, didn't score. I thought I thought anymore. No, it's Fleck that scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Off right. a Lundgren yeah. shot, De Gea yeah. saved, come out, hit, Fleck. He didn't know about it. In mm. top of his shin, knee. Because yeah, there was one earlier in the game where uh, Lundstrom had the volley on the edge of the area mm-hmm. and De Gea saved it. I think it the went double. out wide yeah. and then the ball came back in and it was... It's a double save. Too large on Lundstrom. Goldrick. McGoldrick. Was it McGoldrick who headed Head up. it? Yeah. yeah, and he saved it again. And then to he was uh, brilliant, by the way, McGoldrick. He was really, yeah. really, really oh, so critical of him. We watched it. So we sat and we watched, and it, but he yeah. was good. We sat uh, and we watched it together, and we that's both, what lost Sheffield. Well, I say lost Sheffield game. Put them, put them behind. Was losing Musay and McGoldrick's work up top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, the the only things other than the, the McBurney substitution, his substitutions weren't. Sounds silly, but you knew McBurney was going to score as well. Yeah. well I thought that anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we're missing out. Before McBurney's third and equaliser, Sheffield um, went two up. Lise Mousset again, and what a finish. It was a good goal. Drilled outside now, the area. Can I just point out He's once again? Like 5% of his goals. <laughs> can, can I just point out that um, the build up to this is a massively. Huge mistake from Pereira, Andreas Pereira. He did not have a good game. Him and Fred are third choice centre midfielders for a top six team yeah. at best. Important to mention that, yeah, with United, they just evidently have not got enough quality in the middle. And no. it baffles me when they're linked with a striker every other week, but mm. not a centre mid. Yeah. And I know like the elephant in the room is an injured Paul Pogba, but you need Even so, you, I, I don't you want Fred or Andreas Pereira playing with him. I like McTominay, but you need someone else. Sorry, I was just catching the flames. Unreal the finish from Musse, though. Yeah, great finish. Lovely finish. Yeah. Great finish. And then... Um, I don't well, even know what happened. I'll tell you what happened. We went to half-time. But, I mean, yeah. We brought Jess like, Lingard come on for Phil Jones not that, long before. The overgrown toddler came on. It was not yeah. good. 
Mason Greenwood. Oh, sorry, not Mason Greenwood. It was unreal. No, Lingard, come on. It was but not the, good. It was William, good when he went into centre midfield. Williams, it wasn't bad. Williams scored first, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unreal and volley. On it his was great. Foot. But I, I mean, I don't want to be volley. too harsh on it, him, but I thought he was absolutely out of his depth. Do you think? Defensively, oh, I thought he was absolutely disgusting. I thought he was all he right. He was bullied. And I, I, don't get me wrong. I thought he was one of our better players on the day. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Going to Sheffield United isn't going to be hard. Isn't going to be easy for any kind of young player. But he got bullied in the balls. He got what about that like proper bullied. I think down yeah. that side they I targeted think. him massively. And yeah. I think he's a good player. He's got really nice technique. But I do wonder if he's got the build and the strength to play. He's only nineteen. I don't think he was bad. Only 19. Put it this way, I think he's doing that well at the minute. I don't think Luke Shaw gets in the team if he's fit. No. That's what I wouldn't say. Luke Shaw comes back in. I'm not sure. I thought it was brilliant. I I even originally, I mean, I've got here, I'm not going to give you who my five-star defender was, but he was my outsider. I thought he was brilliant. That's terrible. He was bad. He was really good going forward. and I I do think he's a a good option going forward. He looks really neat on the ball. But I think in the first half, especially, he was he was given a torrid time. I would be disgusted if I was a defender and that, and I want to defend. You do realize he's next. To, see, I I disagree, I he's but he's also to, next to Phil Jones. I know he's next to Phil Jones, but it, it wasn't Phil Jones' mistakes that was making him look bad. It was the amount of times he got dispossessed or bullied off the ball or bottled a challenge. All three of our goals, I felt like he had some sort of input. Yeah, I'm not saying like, go, like I said, going forward. He looked alright, and in the second half, certainly going forward, the goal helped him. But I thought defensively, he looked mm. terrible. I see, uh, yeah, well, I, don't I think, think we ready. have to agree to disagree. But no, he's of course not. He's been put, pulled into the like team because no one likes Ashley Young anymore. If um, <laughs> Ashley Young should be playing there, no. I feel like there's places he could be. As in, if he was pushed else elsewhere, I mean, I don't think can he play right back. I'm no, he's very left footed. Really? Yeah, that's why the volley was so good. No, trust yeah, me. Yeah, no, he is. He's, he's very. He always cuts inside. No, he, yeah. no, he hugs the touchline quite most of the time. Uh, no, he yeah. does because you have Martial or Rashford coming in. He always takes the ball inside. Williams. No. He normally comes to the byline and whips back. But anyway, it was a good, just good start to a blistering seven minutes. So for United <laughs> to not have. A shot on target. Well, they had one shot on target in the first half, and it was a not very good effort for Martial. And then seven minutes of just blistering. It was football, weird. We were so bad before that. Um, the second, or yeah, well, the second for both United and in that phase of time was Greenwood, who'd come on, and then latterly after that Rashford, and then I don't think it's unfair to say for the last ten, United reverted to type. <laughs> I thought, do you know what? After um, they got the goal uh, to make it free all, I thought Bournemouth might get a fourth. Not Bournemouth. Sheffield, Sheffield might get a fourth. I thought they were going to get a fourth. Yeah. I really thought they were going to nick it. Yeah. And um, I thought, like I said, I knew the, the that. VAR I... check had a big impact on that. It took away so much of the time and didn't get added on. Because it was like 89 and, and 80 seconds or something like that. Well, we'll come on to that. But the reason. I was saying about Solskjaer and I think the reason why he's also pushed to not be in the sack race just yet oh, is three academy jet graduates. Yeah. Rashford, Greenwood on. and Williams all getting opportunities on the score sheet. Doing well as well. No, it's they're, not they're, they're, to they're float, That's what they're floating though. They're floating that story of this is the club identity and I'm going to push it. 
Where I disagree is obviously we're sat in my place. Might, I don't know. <laughs> the more I'm seeing, the more I think they might stick with them a bit longer. Yeah, I, I think why? so. Why? Because I think they have had too many. Uh, they don't want to be active. Sack that's what I mean. They don't want to be the club that sacks and hires. That's yeah. not yeah. a reason to keep someone no, who is isn't. out of his depth. It isn't. Um, but I f- and I don't think he. I, I, I think he's very bad. I think he rode a massive wave. But I do like parts of what he's trying to do. Well, as in to see what he's trying to bring in. I just don't think it's going to work. If you are, right, if I was to ask, right, does Solskjaer win you a Champions League? And if he does, Solskjaer doesn't win a cup. When? When does he win you a Champions League? I don't think he's not the long term plan. It wouldn't surprise me to see him go at the end of the season, but I don't think he's going to be time for that. Is if he has a year, maybe two, where he settles the ship, brings there a core and an underlying youth aspect back to the team, and then they go and get someone that builds. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I don't. He's definitely, 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 and I've said this hundred times. He's he's not our long term plan. He's not good. He's just there to reinstate oh, some that. traditions. The only, if he had no affiliation to Manchester United before, he would have been sacked months ago. Yeah, yeah. And, I th- and I think he should be now. Uh, the, that's, that's the only difference between but, him and a floundering Emery is one who scored yourself. a Champions League final goal. Calm yourself, because he needs to stay there for longer so we have more managerial options. Because as soon as that job comes available, yeah. there'll be a lot of big people wanting to go there. I just think, and we were having this conversation earlier, if you're German... Bayern Munich are the biggest team in the world. If you're Spanish, it's Real Madrid or or um, Barcelona. If you're English and a bit older, it's probably Liverpool. But if you're of our generation, the biggest team in England is Man United, and they don't play anywhere near it. No, I, no, I agree with that. I'm nowhere near it. I agree with that. They're but not even close. I think that we're at a massive end result of. I'm not going to get into the board, but we're like Pete says we've we've had a lot of managers in that we've gone and sacked that we've done very very bad business with almost a Christmas and if we are at the end of that we are at the end of getting Falcao and Di Maria and I don't think they mo- multiple other players that I are in managers managing them are the problem yeah but that's the bad thing why right? you say yeah. that but the majority yeah. of the managers have done, done very well, well elsewhere Walk in the squad now yeah like 50 years ago and but like, Mourinho won the Europa League Van Gaal. yeah I FA think Cup almost a Christmas you're 10th and Burnley and Sheffield United are above you. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Yeah, I agree. And it's I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that we're performing well or anything, but I, do, I agree with Pete. I think he's there to go and steady the ship, and he, he is, unfortunately, for a lot of United fans that won't like it, is for me, it's not being, sh- he's being used. For me, it's not a ship that needs steady, and it's a ship that hasn't got a motor. I think the owners, it needs one. I think the owners on the board are keeping the fans sweet by going to get a fan favourite in, it's going to try and employ some traditions again and some identity things like playing the youth and having players that want to play for the club. And then eventually he will go and we will probably go for another, not Mourinho, but that type of figure. But this is Whether that's Allegri or someone else, I don't know, or Poch. For me, this is one of the issues though, right? And like as, as I made reference to earlier, I feel like people of a certain generation, Liverpool were the biggest team in England, right? Not yeah, our generation, yeah. but others, they are. But... Not too long ago, Liverpool were appointing uh, Roy Hodgson's because they dropped off so much. Mm-hmm. United had got four or five years before they're appointing Roy Hodgson's because you can only be muddling about on the fringes for so long. You'd argue that we've already employed lower than that. Yeah. So you know, David Moyes, that, and, that's and, why I can say. and then 
and especially with the likes of City now, who will continue to dominate and be at the top for another five years. Yeah, I think we've. I think the, the benefit for clubs below them is we've got two clubs that have got freaks in managers at the minute that do very very well in the, the environment they're in. Yeah. Shall we uh, move on to the Steve Bruce derby? Good game. Won us some money. Villa against Newcastle on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Very good game. Saint Maximan. Headband. Uh, it annoys Not me big. that you can't wear the Gucci headband. It does. It annoys me. It really does. Oh. Another one with a, a bit of me braids. wants to buy Saint Maximan. I'll piss off. Edge of the seat. He is edge of the seat. He, he, but eight times out of ten, he's do fucking we have it to, up. Do we have to go through every week? Why Armand Traore? Armand Traore. Saint Maximan. <laughs> he realised suddenly he was on TV and thought, "Oh, I better play some football." He's been bloody good, and I won't hear a word against him. He has been good. I say he was good. Grealish. Again, oh, he's, he was. Yeah, Grealish was very good. He, he was, was at the heart of everything. My man of the match and player of the week. Harsh though, because Hurahan also. Yeah, very good Lovely. as well. Yeah, good. McGinn was good. Bit of a quiet game. McGinn. He was good. But I tell you, who was one of the best. Who was one of the best players on that pitch until I think he had to go off with potential concussion. Was Matt Target on the left hand side? Yeah, someone targeted him. Big threat. Very big threat. Yeah, I thought Mings it's all right. Yeah, Villa weren't bad at all. I mean, they were playing Newcastle, who were crap. And talking of crap, Joe, Joe Linton. Lynch. Yeah. I'm, I'm lost. When he first signed, I, and he, I think it was first one or two games, I was like, oh, God, they look like I've got yeah. a player here. He's really busy. He's all over the place. He gets involved, and he looks a real threat. Joe Linton, He's though, crap. He's harsh. <laughs> nah, he's terrible. How can you... I don't understand how you can... Go Andy Carroll came on and done more than him. Yeah, you. because they just fucking hump the ball to Tell you who's worse than Joe Linton. Almiron. Yes. It's weird. Almiron, right, is a player that's learned to play football uh, playing Pez. Do you know what I, I mean? I, I honestly feel like you cannot judge any player in, like, <laughs> in, this, in this team because. I can. Same because, man. No, because I, I think that. I think Jonathan's terrible. <laughs> I really do. I think he's a Rondon's long way from being finished. Oh, but yeah. I feel like Rondon is, is a very good player and he was playing on his own. And also. What you have to remember is he was playing under Rafa Benitez. I don't think Jolinton under Rafa Benitez is as good. I think Jolinton under Rafa Benitez is a darn sight better than Jolinton under Steve Bruce. I get yes, I, but I think the whole Newcastle team is. I think you put a few forwards in this team; they don't do anything at all. Almiron, twenty-six games, no assists, no goals, and for a guy who generally goes off in the seventieth minute, he's all right <laughs> on the ball. Like as in dribbling, he's got nothing else. And he is like uh, he is a budget Audi version of what you know what we were saying earlier with like, uh, Audi Griezmann. No, the Zahar and like Hazard. How they don't necessarily get the end figures. I think that's what he is. I think he's a connector. I just don't think he has anything to connect with because there are so much, so many gaps between. It's like your strikers here on his own. Then there's like a big gap. Then there's like Almiron, and then. Sam Maximam is somewhere I don't even know where Doing just bits. picking up wherever he can and then behind that it's just a fucking shambles it's an absolute shambles Steve Bruce I mean Steve Bruce has made them worse which he would because obviously he's not as good a manager as I think he's done better than we expected though yeah I agree I don't. <laughs> he's done better than I expected I thought they'd well, be in trouble you had some terrible terrible views they're going to go down I don't think they will go down they are going to go down and if they don't the only <sighs> reason they won't 
The only reason they won't go down is because there are teams that are worse than them. Yeah, but I think there are teams that are worse than them. So I I, I can only name maybe two. We say this, they are two points off United, three points off Arsenal. (laughs) No, I I think that... West Ham look worse than them. They've won the same amount of games as both of us. West Ham will stay up. I think Watford... My prediction right now is Watford, Newcastle and Norwich. You think Southampton stay up? Yeah. Oh no, no. I know, but I'll tell you why. Because I think they will stay. They're more likely to get more points on the board than they are for Newcastle. No, Southampton are bad. Southampton are bad, but they're still better than Newcastle. I don't know. I don't know who drops into that. Do you know what's bad? Everton on fourteen points, and we just said about their next six fixtures. Mate, that's what I'm saying. They need to sack him now. It doesn't make sense to me. No, I, I, I will stick by that. And it will be Watford, Norwich. Newcastle. Newcastle. I don't think Newcastle will go down. And it's a shame because I really like... I always want Newcastle to do something. They've got to be in the top flight of the Geordies. They have to be. They add too much to the league. The problem is they won't, be in the, they won't be an efficient top flight until they get in the owner. Yeah, I'll be sad to see the Geordies go down. I won't be sad to see the back of Watford. Um, I think Saints will go down, which is a shame. But then the Saints aren't anything anymore anyway. There used to be a club with like a busting youth academy. Uh, they haven't had a youth prospect going to the team for ages. Um, they used to have like a really good fans at fan base that'd be there. Fans are still going, but it's not like a it's not a ground. Yeah, it's not a ground where like you're buzzing to see a game and you know that they might like try and get the ball down, play some free like they used to. I don't know. Um, I think Hartsonhoot could maybe turn that one round because they weren't. I like, like I'm, not, but I'm not going to I don't want to slate Arsenal or dig into Arsenal because I'm really not they weren't bad no I also think that they, were, they weren't is, bad against I, I, I agree Pete I think they could get out of there I think they're four I don't know if it's Newcastle or Best the difference is with I think with the two is I look at Newcastle's team and I think they're not going to win games I look at Southampton's team and I think they should win more than they do no no not for me I think but because you, of how they play but because of the squad they've got there they, they, they actually have a Oh yeah, they've got eleven that you put yeah. out and you go, that's alright. And I think yeah. that they'll get more points on the board. I think what pisses me off at Newcastle is they do the they like they've got right, Shelby, decent. They've got the Longstaff brothers, make if you want, their options in the middle. Who else did they have next to Shelby yesterday? Hayden, Hayden who's alright, as I said to Tom, have really they got, silent operator. They've got oh, Keyson Young. Oh, any of those midfielders better than Southampton's midfield. Well, no, Hobio gets that I think, for a start. But... I think where Pete could be right is I think that no, all the teams around Newcastle terrible. beat Newcastle. The problem with Newcastle is fucking Andre Yedlin. <laughs> yeah, but did you Kieran see the right, right back they brought in the summer was 10 times worse? I don't know it was. Oh, yeah, Some the one that missed the sitter against Liverpool. Yeah. Not talking good. of good right like starts or something like that. Actually, no, I won't talk about my good right backs, I'll talk about them later. Well, yeah. well, we're going to go on to our five stars now. So this is the section then where we're going to name our five-a-side team from the Premier League action. Have we got Ooh. any funny formations? Every week, no. I've got a goalie. Good, so have I. you got a goalie, Pete? I have a goalie. That defender. I reckon we've all gone for the same keeper, based upon our conversations. Probably. I think you were standout this weekend. I had two. I was yeah, struggling with them. Oh, I'm with Nick Pope. I went with oh. Pope. I went with Nick Pope. Oh, I didn't. Mm. My two I also took out Heaton. Oh, I did have Heaton. Two I have, and I can't decide between, are De Gea 
and Matt Ryan. Uh, De Gea conceded three. De Gea conceded three, <laughs> but, they but also won his team a point. He had the double save, which was very good. But I'm not saying, I don't think De Gea... That was good, actually. I forgot how good that was. Matt Ryan was more mine, because I thought he was brilliant. Again. Yeah. I think he made a numerous amount of state and kept his, and the thing is if they win if they get a penalty Brighton they're in that game because of Matt Ryan no I, it's like so I said I yeah. think he's, he's a real strange one he's like if, from it's, a goalkeeping te- technical point of view he's really not a goalkeeper but he saves everything I yeah. think he gets his hands on everything and I, I, yeah I thought he was really good this week I'll have him in I'm going with Matt Ryan yeah. defenders if you said Pope for keeper as well, oh, yeah. yeah. Defenders, um, I went. I got one defender. Me too. And I've mentioned him, uh, Target from Villa. I went for a Villa defender. I went for Gilbert. Yeah, he was okay. I thought he was really good, and he's growing on me every week on week. <laughs> I have. He reminds me. He looks like Debussy, by the way. Yeah. He is. He, he literally does look like is Debussy. <laughs> probably I, I like him. I had Cedric. Southampton's right. <laughs> <laughs> what is he? Right. Who was it that squared the ball and like lashed it, and they should have had a tap in? He was the one that, that, he was the one that won the ball. Oh, okay. He was he was very good all game. I thought. Honorable mention for Tankowski at Burnley. Yeah, he yeah. weren't too bad. But he was good. Always neat on the ball. I like I like Cedric. And I too far like Cedric as a player. I think he's a lot better than what. Southampton are. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. he could do a job at a big club. Is he still the first choice right back at Port- for Portugal? I don't know. I know he he's in and out of the Southampton side last because they had that. Um... Is he what Jao Cancelo? No, no Cedric. Choice? Cedric. What first choice for Portugal? No, we don't, I don't. No, know what, he is. is he still? Was he no it's Tomato? Oh, of course yeah. it would be. Yeah, that's no, right. But, um, he was. I think that Jan Valery had come in yeah, yeah. a little bit, but I still think Cedric's brilliant. I think he's really good, really solid. He reminds me of Aspera a little bit. Yeah, he kind of reminds me of what, what Monreal was, but a right back. Very mm. solid. Mm. Yeah. So you've, you've got Gilbert. Hoping Gilbert. The 2.0. What a team. Midfielders then. Talk to me, Pete. You do give me... Have, oh. you, have, you, have we all got two midfielders? Or we yeah. I've got two midfielders. I'm so. going to go... Wow. So give me one of yours, Pete. I'll just give you both of them. Go on. I was going to go for Hurrahan, but... I don't think I can give it to Hurahan because I prefer to give it to Grealish. I've got him as my okay. first pick. Grealish and De Bruyne. Mm. I went um, Grealish and Cantwell. I went Grealish and Moutinho. Yeah, Moutinho was very close as well. Mm. Thought he had a good game, but I, I thought De Bruyne changed the game for City against Chelsea. Yeah. I also... He was, he was he class. Was, yeah. He was class. Yeah. yeah. And it's a big game, big players, big game. I said time and time again, De Bruyne, right? And it's, I don't think it's probably one of his least notable things, and it's not amazing, but his ability to drive through the middle is something else. Yeah. And he take right, he either drives with the ball, and he can beat a man, and he's imposing, and he scares, he scares defensive midfielders. But not only that, he'll go, he'll just leave, and people are so worried when he makes a run off the ball. So if someone's deeper with the ball in midfield, De Bruyne will go past. I kid you not, he takes players in waves. Like three players will go with him. The way Kante is a ball retention expert and a ball gainer expert, I think De Bruyne is a playmaking a expert. Ball giver expert. Yeah. yeah. He he does it everywhere over the pitch in the yeah. way Kante wins the ball back. I really like 
I think that the stature of him and the if the, if City needs something, he's just constantly driving them forward. Yeah, he is. He's I, a captain without being a captain. I, I feel silly saying it now because he's just hasn't had the performances to merit it. But I still think he's the best player in the league. Yeah, no, I agree. I think he is. I don't think his performance showed that at the minute, but yeah, he was at Chelsea. But he is the best player in the league for me. Yeah, could you imagine Kante and De Bruyne together? Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh crap! <laughs> Um, Kante in the City team and I found the um, yeah see that would be nice I would like to ask Arsenal for 24.5 million couldn't stretch to it mental money don't worry everyone would have played him he's too short World Cup winner as well he'd have fucking played him in number 10 24.5 million oh. Emery would not have liked him and he unopposed I know you're wrong I know if someone's got their hearts out on a move you don't bid for them but 24.5 million who have you gone for your forward then I say this forward because I don't have an out-and-out yeah, out striker. There's two tough ones. Oh, are you playing a funny formation? Yeah, yeah that's why I asked. Potentially be, um... Well, I'll start with mine. I went for Son. Son, Son was in the recommend for me. I didn't go Goal and assist, very, very good. Threatening every time. I've got the same one, so I'm going to let Pete go first. I went for Vardy. I put Vardy too. I thought he was brilliant. Yeah. If it wasn't Vardy, it was Musay. Like, oh, yeah, Musse, I didn't even think about that. Musse was my outsider. But he he was unplayable. Never, I will never pick a team of Leeds. <laughs> the reason why I picked Vardy, and it seems I'm more unfair on Musay now, is yes, Vardy was good. His link up and his work. But I just feel what he's got eight goals in the last eight games. I think Vardy mm. and the rest probably. I, um, that's why I like went for him was his consistency. But Leeds is consistent. What was his um, goal record that beat Van Nistelrooy? Was it eleven games in a row? Oh, mm. that he's yeah. a streaky player though. He's very much like yeah. he'll score. 10 in a row and then not score for 5 mm. but I, I like what else he was bringing to his game not just because he didn't score an open play this game but I thought his overall play was brilliant like, well I just like him as a character on the pitch as well yeah. like, he makes other players confident because he, he forces errors he's playing doesn't care he's playing well, he, all the time yeah. I, I, do you know what though I what think if, imagine going out with James Madison and Jamie Vardy oh yeah what a chocolate <laughs> So chocolate, yeah. But I do feel that's one of the things that why it not, and I get that Vardy doesn't want to do the travelling to get ten minutes every time Kane is tired. But boy, do you miss someone that just doesn't. It doesn't matter who's playing. I'm gonna play my way, and I'm not really bothered who you are. You can be Nesta, Aldini, Lillian Turam. I'm gonna try and manage. Yeah, it. yeah. And I will score. Well, he showed that when he played for Leicester in the Champions League. Yeah, and I really like it about him, and you see it on him. You yeah, see he's I agree. confident. Okay, so who's your five, Pete, overall? Matt Ryan, Cedric, Grealish, De Bruyne, Vardy. Howie? Pope, Gilbert, Cantwell, all the big names. <laughs> and then Grealish and Vardy. So I've got Pope, Target, Moutinho, Grealish and Son. Who's got the best team? Text us in next time. Text? Text us. Yeah. Should we leave your phone number, <laughs> shall we? At the three at the back on Twitter. Zeros. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we'll move on nice and quickly then. Pratt at the back. What a Pratt! What a Pratt! I think we got a full house. No. All right. Phil Jones. He is a Pratt. Phil is at the back. Jones is mine as well. <laughs> but no, I'm sticking. I'm sticking. I feel with... bad saying Phil Jones, but he's got to be in there. He's getting in there sooner or later. After that, I mean, I, I, I'm still sticking with Harry Kane because I just dislike his blatant cheating that continuously goes unnoticed by the FA because he don't care about diving and being a prick because he's the England captain. You're right. <laughs> no. 
Well, I think it's two against one anyway. Yes. Tom and I have picked both picked that? Phil Jones. That's fine. You can keep so he can Phil join Jones in your prat at the back. Illustrious company. Harry Kane will forever oh, be my captain that. in 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 the doldrums. Oh, the, like you <laughs> fucking the three at the back Who are basement. You? The fucking FA. Oh. Well, Phil fucking... Jones is an inductee. He's into the uh, prat at the back. Oh, lovely. He's joining Brian Swanson, Kevin Friend, his linesman. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Unai Emery, the whole of Bulgaria, Triangle Man, Granite Jacker, Frank Ribery, AS Roma, Brescia fans. I'm waiting for it. Brian Swanson. Brian Swanson, number one, mate. He's always the one. Blocked he's on Twitter. Leader. He's on Sky Sports the other day. Switched off. It doesn't get on there That's anymore. That's what he's doing to you, Sky Sports. Doesn't even get on there anymore, Brian Swanson. <laughs> Pathetic. <laughs> Right, that's going to conclude the warm down. Pete, say goodbye. Goodbye. How we say goodbye? Don't forget to get in contact. Three at the back on Twitter, the three at the back at gmail.com. The emails. That's a goodbye from me. We'll see you on Thursday night slash Friday.